Two-time world champion axman Ned Shuri hailed from Taranaki, a hard man by all accounts. And more than half a century on, elements of his life have been fictionalised for a new play. Timber is set in Taranaki in 1940, when Ned Murphy is about to hang up his axe, at least until a city kid called Billy turns up, claiming to be his son. And there's only one way Billy's going to be accepted by his old man. Right, big day tomorrow. Get some sleep. OK. <clears throat> Well, Matt Chamberlain and Damon Andrews have co-written Timber, while Stephen Peps is one of three actors playing some 18 characters. Matt explains how he came across the original Ned story. I actually did a, um, a theatre show, solo show, many years ago about Anthony Wilding, the uh, New Zealand tennis player who won Wimbledon four times back in 1910. And we were just looking at um, other ideas or you know, maybe some characters and Ned Shuri popped out. And I'm from a farm, always liked uh, chopping wood. Never, and... Um, so I actually went to Taranaki and went to the museum, did a little bit of research, and by chance, in the same visit, I bumped into one of uh, Ned Shuri's family, his nephew, and I started to find a little bit about him and a very slow gestation period, but um, got talking with Damon and we thought, yeah, let's have a crack. Before we get to his excellence with the blade, what was Ned like? What, how does the family remember him? Well, he was a hard man, very physically strong. He played by the rules, but then he liked, he's quite happy to bend the rules to suit himself. Uh, he was a bachelor all his life. And they did talk about him struggling to get people to work for him because they would leave by about lunchtime because they couldn't keep up with Ned's pace. And um, he would go, well, what do you want to stop for lunch? Just while you're carrying that fence post, you eat your sandwich as we go up the hill. Yeah, so that was a bit of what I got about him. Sounds a little bit Colin Meads, Damon. When Matt was talking to you about Ned, what struck you about um, this character? Well, I mean, the Colin Meads thing is, is probably quite true. He, he's, a, he's a quintessential New Zealand character, I think. You know, that kind of understated Kiwi male doesn't like to express his emotions very much. You know, that, that whole thing of no matter how much you're hurting in the rugby ruck, you don't let it show. And that's what sort of was interesting about this, I suppose, or has been interesting about this. It's, it's kind of an exploration of masculinity in New Zealand. And our story is about a young man who turns up who claims to be Ned's son and the challenges that that is for Ned, because that, that poses for Ned, because he has to open up. He's forced to 
to, to be a bit more sensitive and connect with his emotions and being 1940 and him being such a staunch man, that's very, very hard for him. We have fictionalised it, so it is no longer Ned Shuri, he's Ned Murphy, and, and there are little elements that remain in the story, but it's essentially, it is a fiction. This has got a little hint of Ned Shuri, but it really is another character. Stephen, you've got a, a very extensive CV, uh, but I was pretty impressed to find you've got three actors in this playing 18 characters in what is clearly going to be a physical comedy. What are some of the um, the challenges that you're finding with this during rehearsals? Switching from scene to scene, character to character, um, working without a set, it's all being, everything is mimed. So, you know, miming everything is a huge challenge. Well, which of the 18 characters do you play, Stephen? Well, I play Ned, the main, the, um, the main guy, and I play the local sort of bully who's a woodchopper as well. His name is Gilbert. And Eunice, who's a young girl, well, a 17, 18-year-old mm. girl. Oversharer. She's an oversharer. She's an oversharer in every possible way. <laughs> Damon, you've set this in Taranaki in 1940 and World War II, of course, the backdrop to this. That's a really um, evocative time. Why set it then? That was an important time for, for Ned Shuri um, because there was this thing that we, we heard a rumour about, which was there, there may have been a guy who turned up and claimed to be his son and that was kind of our leaping off point for the story and um, we find a lot of things out about Billy who's, who's this young man and that connects back to the war and also it's an interesting time because the real Ned went through World War One, and then we're going into World War Two, and so that informs a lot of the story and it's a, an interesting time for the young men because you've got all these young men who are eager about going off to war maybe not realising what the conflict was and what they were going to be going into. And so all of this feeds into the wood chopping and the sense of competitiveness um, and the posturing around all of that, and, it, and it, all, it all kind of contributes to our world. Stephen, I was just thinking you mentioned before that there's a lot, you know, a lot of mime happening here, and given that you've got uh, a dance, a town hall dance. I think you've got some world wars uh, and horse riding, but of course the wood chopping. Even if you're miming that, you've still got to get it right. Physically, even without an axe and without a chunk of wood, you've still got to do it right or, or it doesn't work visually. Right, yeah. You've got to get uh, the details, the specificity of the action right uh, in order to sell it on stage. And we, we've done a little bit of chopping, just to get the feel of it um, so we know what it feels like and, you know, what muscles you use and, and how to focus yourself when you do do a real chop. So, yeah, so we uh, use as much accuracy to life as possible uh, in order to sell the mine, I suppose. I remember, I mean, I remember uh, being younger down in um, South Otago, going to some events and watching wood chopping, and it's absolutely fascinating. <laughs> I know it's heart stopping stuff, you know, and the the energy and the excitement and the passion that goes into it, and those flashing blades is quite something. But from you having having had a crack at it, what's it like physically? 
Oh, well, it's actually quite satisfying when you get a good hit. Because it was uh, when I first sort of stood on the block, it was it's kind of nerve wracking because you think, well, you know, I could lock my own leg off or just being, you know, an actor who's not competent at all. Um, and they're razor sharp. Those blades are razor sharp. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can cut the hair off your arm with them. Yeah. But That's I have true. been told on a number of occasions that there are very few accidents. <laughs> Reassured. I think it's like any good mime, you know, you try and make it as true to life and you imagine the thing in front of you and um, and give it its full value. Who are some of the other characters? Stephen, you told us uh, some of those you're playing. Uh, but Damon, who are some of the other characters who will be t- taking part um, in Timber? Well, there's uh, so there's Ned and then his longtime rival, Fata Gray. And he's a, he's a guy who's a little bit younger than Ned, but um, he's never really had his day in the sun. And and Ned's been sort of holding him back. So there's this sort of rivalry happening between the two of them. So they're two of the woodchoppers. And then there's Billy, who's the young man who turns up claiming to be Ned's son. Uh, there's a sort of a rival for him as well, who sort of becomes a romantic rival, who's Gilbert, who's also played by Stephen. Um, and then there is, there's some, some of the young women in the town. There's, there's Eunice, played by Stephen. There's also Evelyn. And she's the sort of young, sort of teenage, sort of local beauty who, who's probably too smart for most of the people in this town and should really move on to the city and get on with their life. Played by Serena Cotton. Yeah, by Serena Cotton. She's very good. Um, There's a few other locals. There's a guy called Herb who um, likes to call the chops. So he's sort of a a commentator and um, owns the local store. He's also Eunice's dad. Um, There's Keith, who is a local cop, played by Tyler Corkery. (laughs) He's very funny. Who else do we have, Matt? This panger and smash. Oh, yes. <laughs> local psychopaths um, who, who can't wait to go to war to do terrible things to German people. Yeah. Matt, I'm just um, curious. It's interesting working on Standing Room Only for this Sunday because uh, the show that I had planned a week and a half ago was radically changed an awful lot of the of the shows and the events the exhibitions that I was going to be talking about had to be pulled because of the change to uh, the red traffic light system now I know with timber you know we we had some emails flying um, over the last few days but how have you how are you going to manage to make this work really um, the venue that we're working with is center point in Palmerston North uh, first up and uh, currently I mean obviously things are fairly fluid we can still do the uh, show there and there will be some restrictions on numbers and it's not a large venue so they may be down to 50 percent. I don't know the exact details so yeah I mean we're fortunate in, in terms of not playing to a big venue um, in, in Palmerston North when we go to circuit theatre later in the year they seat 224, so uh, we'll have to go down to 100 seated there. And there'll probably be social distancing. Also, the actors won't be able to mingle with the audience at all. Um, and there won't be a bar open or any of those kind of things. So it's a different kind of experience going out. But um, we still hope to provide, you know, a lot of fun and a, and a great show. 